We've heard it said the trouble with retirement is that you never get a day off. For many, retirement is that ultimate goal. But as believers, how should we focus our retirement season? Welcome to Talk Truth, a McGregor podcast where we dive into scripture, gain insight from community, and biblically answer life questions. Talk Truth will answer your questions submitted every other week. If you have a question for Talk Truth, submit your question on our website. I'm your host, Danielle Flood. Let's open the word, gather together, and talk some truth. joined by Pat Schultz and Bev Jose, leaders in our clothes closet here at McGregor Baptist Church, friends new and longer. Uh, I caught myself from saying old friend, but we are talking about retirement today, so maybe that'd be okay. Our question for this episode is, how should I serve God with my retirement? And as we get started, can I pray for us? Yes. Dear Father God, as you call us and lead us each day, we are grateful for another opportunity to serve you. May we be vessels worthy of your service. In whatever stage of life we're in, would you help us to see the opportunities to which we are being called? Help us to take those and honor you with our time and our hearts. Amen. So, as we said, retirement is sometimes that ultimate goal, um, but it can also be bittersweet for some. It marks the end of maybe a career or a time of life, uh, end of the familiar, and then starts a new season of rest opportunity. Um, There's some of the joy of finishing or maybe apprehension. Um, I'm hoping we can dive into some of these feelings and that our church body would be encouraged by this conversation today. Although the season is unfamiliar, it is the perfect time to focus on how God might use you to further his kingdom. Um, The work of the kingdom must continue and retirement leaves some people open to God's leading, new adventures, new opportunities. And if you are retired or will retire sometime in the future, this is for you. Uh, We hope that as you look to what's next, today's discussion will give you some ideas. Bev, can we begin with you? Let's talk about how God can use you in a retirement season, uh, maybe to serve neighbors. What does that look like for you? Well, for me, I... I'm fortunate enough to uh, live in like a golf community, and I could golf every day. I could do many activities, but I find that I need to have that balance and uh, to serve Mm -hmm. and um, to be a good neighbor. And I think I've planted enough seeds now where I had a a neighbor give me a devotional one day because she said, I have no use for it. A friend gave it to me, and um, it's been in my back seat for a long time. So she knew who to come to, which is is good because when she needs prayer, I'm the person that's going to be there, hopefully, for her. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... um, as we think about our neighbors and service and maybe some of our family could live nearby. Pat, what does it look like? Um, Some of our listeners do know your family, but how has God used you in this time to serve your family? Well, I have four kids and they can keep you pretty busy. Um, There's babysitting and you always love to be around the grandkids. 
you know, and baby said, but mom needs a break. Well, so does dad, <laughs> but they need a break. Um, having them over for a meal or taking a meal to them is another way you can serve them. Um, attending special events with them. Yeah. Um, going to Ocala in a couple of weeks, just because you want to be part of those ki- grandkids' lives. Mm-hmm. Um, another way you can serve your family is by letting them live with you. Um, I have my oldest son living with me and his wife and the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not the only one that has that at this time. There's a lot of retired people that open their homes mm-hmm. uh, to their family when they're in need. Mm-hmm. Um, walking the dog, you know. Um, I was at the dog park the other day. And somebody said, oh, yeah, you're retired. It's like every day's a Saturday for you. And uh, that's not quite the way it is, you know. Um, We have to be intentional with our days and look for opportunities to serve our, whether our neighbors or whether our family. Yeah, intentionality is key. We've talked about that on some other episodes and when we're looking at how to share our faith, how to disciple others, that intentionality. So um, let's step back a little bit. Big picture, what was retirement like for you guys? Go ahead. Well, I before I retired, I was already looking. Okay. I was looking for opportunities. I felt God was calling me to the mission field mm. when I was young. So I was looking for opportunities. And there's all kinds of uh, conferences that you can attend either before you retire or during your early retirement to see what opportunities there are. So I was looking for opportunities. And once again, there's that intentionality. Yeah. You know. Um, since I was retired, I went to Africa for four years. That is a wonderful experience. If you retire and you want to go somewhere, that would be a great thing. Take a mission trip. Yeah, absolutely. So you were called into missions as a younger lady, raised a family, yes. had a career, and then retired into missions. That's yes. super cool. It was cool. Life goals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about other missions? Or Bev, do you want to share? Well, uh, for me, I, I don't think I ever like exactly had retirement. Um, my husband passed away 13 mm-hmm. years ago, and he had several companies that I worked for mm-hmm. until the day he died. Mm-hmm. And um, I moved here seven years ago. Yeah. So um, just to have the opportunity to have that free time that I can serve. Right. And uh, just really got plugged into McGregor um, in a working capacity here, sure. wearing several hats. Yeah, so yours was less intentional, kind of thrust into immediate change. Exactly. No bittersweet for you. No. That's bitter. No. I'm sorry. Um, but that is true. Like, sometimes life deals us blows, and how we how we come, like, walk through that with the Lord does change, like, our trajectory for the future. Right. And no matter what your circumstances are, there's opportunity to serve. You just have to look for them. Yes. And McGregor provides a lot of mission, intentional um, activities, involvement that you can get involved in. It's something that's, um, I don't know, 
there's always a place for you. There's always a place. Now, I do love that, that churches exist because of the volunteers. They, they, things happen, events happen because of the passion of the body. And, you know, we all have different Mm -hmm. roles to play, but I love how we can, you know, be connected, be supporting one another and carry out the various facets of the church. Mm -hmm. Like we said, discipleship, evangelism, you know, meeting physical needs. Um, So tell us some of the things that you've seen God do with your time at the clothes closet. Hmm. Well, working with Pat, under Pat, um, she has just been a fearless leader. Uh, I just love coming every day because it has so evolved. Mm-hmm. Every day is a new day, and it just seems to be growing and growing. Yeah. There are no two days alike, mm. and there's always surprises every every day. And just watching the different um, guests that we have that come in that we can serve and um, and pray with them and for them, it's it's a joy. Mm. It's a joy to serve in that way. Yeah. It is exciting because you see God working and that you can be a little part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day we had a back brace that came in. I don't know why somebody would donate a back brace. One of the very first people, guests that came in the next day was, oh, my back is hurting, my back is hurting. And she was an extra large lady. Mm. So I said, well, you know, we happen to have a back brace do you think maybe you'd like to try it? Not knowing whether it fit her or not. Would you believe it fit her just right? Yes. And she said, praise the Lord, God sent this to me. Yeah. You know, because she, anyway. So that's just one little story. Another little story was how God provided uh, the backpacks. You worked with a lady just yes. this week. Yes, um, a lovely lady came in and she was dressed fairly nice and just very sweet and articulate and um, I'm I'm talking with her and uh, I asked her how I could pray for her as she was leaving and she said um, she was sleeping in her vehicle Mm -hmm. and at that point found out she was homeless and another um, worker overheard heard that, that that she was homeless and called me aside and said we had these backpacks so I got one and we stepped outside and I went wow is this heavy and I said let's see what's in it and inside there was toilet paper and canned goods and toiletries mm. and she was felt so blessed because she has a vehicle to sleep in mm. where other people sleep on the ground, especially yeah. older women. And uh, she was so grateful, and she walked away in tears. Yeah. Yeah. Let's camp here yeah. for a minute, because when I was younger, a, a life group teacher or our youth group would say, you know, what has God done in your life this week? And I remember sometimes like racking my brain, you know, the awkward silence where I was like, I'm not sure. Couple stories from a while ago. But it sounds like when you are active or like are faithful, you get to see that what God is doing. Um, I've just come up of sharing with another friend, like testimony of how God is providing in our family in ways that I didn't even know I needed. 
and right at the right time, yes. you know, when when we are faithful to serve, then we get to make those connections and see God at work because he's always working. It's whether or not we're participating where he's working. It's so exciting to see him working. It really is. Uh, last week, we were short on volunteers. And you know we pray before we start working. Yeah. And we were praying for extra volunteers. And this lady walked in. Not only was she willing to serve, but she was bilingual. And we had so many uh, Hispanic people that needed translation that yeah. day. It's just amazing to see God you know, fulfilling what we need yep. at the right time. Yep. And that happens with clothes, too. Like, mm -hmm. we need kids' clothes, and then kids' clothes will come in. Yeah. It, it's exciting. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So this is a local mission. I love that yes. we are able to get into Fort Myers, meet the needs yes. in our community, um, you know, invite, share the love of Christ, and then invite people back. Um, what about international missions or prayer for others? How have you seen this season of your life um, allow you to participate in that? Well, I don't do international oh, okay. <laughs> like, like you have done. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead. Well, yeah. I have a friend, and she and I just this month decided to uh, commit to prayer for our families. Mm -hmm. I would pray for her family, specifically some of the needs that I know, and she would pray for mine. It has really changed my prayer life. Mm -hmm. And not only am I praying for her family, but I'm praying for you know, the kids that I work with and um, other people's families mm -hmm. that I see as need. Praying for the teachers in Africa that I've worked with, you know, um, and I signed up for a mission trip. What? Yeah, that's awesome. I was gonna sign up for the um, Dominican Republic. Can't go that week, so I signed up for Greece. Yay! They still need some people. There you go. <laughs> She's looking at me. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, something that we have done to. As I was saying, with the closed closet, it just keeps evolving. Mm. Um, we had decided to be more intentional with the people um, because I've, I've worked at the food pantry, mm -hmm. and I see what they do there. And so we started you know, asking the people, do you have a Bible? Do you want a Bible? And, and, and telling them about our uh, Spanish church, for instance. And it was amazing how that just all of a sudden just snowballed. And uh, we have given out so many Bibles. And I love it when um, a guest comes in and sees the Bibles on the table and they'll point to it yeah. and want one. Yeah. So yeah. we're, yeah. Anyways. There are so many needs in our community. And I think one of the challenging parts of Southwest Florida is you can get insulated in that, you know, golfing community that you have a lot of mm -hmm. needs met, you have friendships inside, even a church, we can get pretty insulated. That if we are intentional about these opportunities and reaching out, um, mm -hmm. God can, you know, surprise us and bless us with these kind of adventure opportunities and seasons of growth in a season that seems like we might be, I don't know, winding down. Yeah. Never. Never? <laughs> no, no. I'm 81, and I have been very, very blessed with 
uh, energy that God has given me. Yeah. And now I can't see myself winding down. But you know, not everybody that's retired is as healthy as you are. No, that's true. And prayer is one thing that all the missionaries and missions need. Yeah. And you could be a prayer warrior without even leaving your home. That's true. You know, so yeah. that would be there you know, like you said earlier, there's something for everybody, whether they're healthy or whether they want to be active like Bev or whether they can lift or mm-hmm. you know, there is something for everybody. Right. Like not everyone has room in their home. No. no. But then um, yeah, the opportunity to partner in prayer. I know that McGregor has so many missionaries that we are supporting and praying for and coming yes. alongside. It'd be great mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. connect. So, you know, listeners, if you would like to, you know, hear more about our missions partners, maybe next GIC or in the meantime, you know, we'd love to um, get you connected to a mission that your prayer would be powerfully effective and helpful mm-hmm. toward. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing, too, I like how you said about um, we can always pray for somebody. And if somebody is unable to get out of their home, they, they just don't, they're not physically fit to do that. They can do a phone ministry where mm. they can call up a friend or somebody from church yeah. and just encourage them for the day just to brighten their day uh, i i used to uh, volunteer for hospice many years ago and i would speak to people in nursing homes and they just felt just hopeless and useless mm. and i would ask them i said do you have children and usually it was yes and well, do you have grandchildren yes and i said they are so busy that they don't pray for them uh, each other sometimes, but you can pray for them, mm. and so you do have a purpose mm-hmm. to pray for for your family. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the yeah. other end of that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I you know. are. I right. no, it's uh, my my grandmother was an incredible prayer warrior for us, mm-hmm. and back in the early days, she would email me some of letting me know yeah. she was praying, and wow. I just love. Like I was in Niger, West Africa, serving mm-hmm. um, on my way back, checking in. And she's like, I knew it. I was praying. Oh. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so as the Bible encourages us in Titus 2, teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, love, and endurance. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not be slanderers or addicted to wine, but to teach what is good. How can we teach others with all the life lessons that you've shared? What are some ways that we could, like in this season, invest in either teaching or documenting or sharing what we've learned with others? I think the church needs this. I'm working with the teenagers right now, the youth. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the grandma. They need to see a variety of people, mm-hmm. not just people their age. Mm-hmm. Um, they could, if you're retired, you could rock a baby for a mom in the nursery. They need help. Mm-hmm. You know, you could teach at vacation Bible school. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, I think God uses our special talents, mm-hmm. you know, even in retirement. Yeah. No, Absolutely. And I love the idea that God prepared 
opportunities for us. Um, in Ephesians, it says, we are his workmanship created yes. in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Yeah. And, um, you know, as, as a young mom, that's a goal, you know, looking at what is God prepared for me in this season. Um, but I am looking forward to, you know, future seasons, whether it's around the world or in a home, <laughs> rocking babies, um, or, you know, sharing with others. Um, I'm so grateful. Um, one of my other hats that I do wear is uh, I'm in starting point on the team there. Mm -hmm. And I love when we get new people that come into the church. And that might be their first day. and Or maybe it's a, they've come maybe two or three weeks. And they come into starting point, And we could make it or break it for them mm. um, to uh, sit down and talk with them and make them feel welcome um, and just uh, love on them and because there's a lot of good churches in the area but of course I'm partial I <laughs> want them to come to McGregor but uh, uh, that's a joy yeah. is to um, see the new people come in mm-hmm so I was talking to my husband the other day, and this topic came up, but also the idea of being part of the body and that every mm -hmm. church member has a role to play. Mm -hmm. So in a smaller church, maybe you don't have some of the staff or the facilities, you know, and to, to have an event, everyone brings something or everyone puts it together. Yeah. Um, but as a larger church, we have a few more resources, a few more opportunities. Um, we're sometimes insulated comes in again from the mm -hmm. everyone having to bring something notion of events and opportunities. But mm -hmm. um, as we were talking about the body of Christ, like we should all be working. There should be a role for everyone and we shouldn't kind of sit back and observe the church work. You know, there, there is that task. We are the, the doers of and so no matter, now we were talking about retirement, but this spans the whole row. row. Yes. What's a row? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, our whole lives, yeah. we should be looking forward to those opportunities and making the church happen. And jump into those roles. Mm. You know, whatever God created you to do. Yeah. You know, he gives us the desire of our heart, so he's going to put us, a lot of times, where we're really going to enjoy it, mm. you know, and benefit others. Yeah. Using our gifts. Using our that gifts is a better way to yes. say it. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. I just, <laughs> just <laughs> left. That's wonderful. Right? Sorry. So my girls are 11 and 9, okay. and we serve in the preschool together because in elementary, they're allowed mm -hmm. to serve. Mm -hmm. And um, we're getting to the point where they're so good at mentoring and keeping the young ones safe and teaching a Bible story and playing a game. Um, it's, it's such a proud moment to me to see that they want to serve and they want to love on those little kids. And then, like you said, that gives a family the opportunity to have a Bible study, husband and wife together, and then they pick up the kids and, you know, we're investing in those healthy families. Um, well, they're learning from you. Mm. You're setting a good example for them. Mm. and. Um, one, one of the scriptures I like to fall back on is the God of comfort. And mm. uh, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians, uh, where he comforts us so that in turn we can learn to comfort others. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I just like to keep that in mind. Yeah, for myself to share our life experiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if you went through a divorce, maybe divorce care would be a good place for you to to serve. If you had kids, maybe little kids would be the place or teenagers. Yeah. Um, well, okay, I'm also a Stephen minister, so that's part of what I do, too, is the fact that they team you up with somebody who has life experiences. Like, for instance, I'm a widow, so they team me up maybe with a widow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just walk beside that person mm-hmm. and comfort them. And, and wings, yeah. too. Yes. You know, that's the widows, you know, where they're together and they know that they're not alone. And then you have the beloved group, mm-hmm. you know, where they're looking for older women mm-hmm. that can mentor younger women. That's what we're told to do. Yep. Yeah. In fact, I want to join, uh, not join Wings. I, I can go to Wings anytime I want because I qualify. But um, it's like I, I didn't feel like I wanted it or needed it but Mm -hmm. then i got to thinking about that and i thought it's not about me it's about me serving and i should in fact i've cleared my schedule because it's the first thursday of the month Mm -hmm. so that i can go because i know i could sit at a table and help somebody else it's not what I'm going to get out of it, mm-hmm. it's what I can give. Yeah. That was probably the hardest thing for me, retirement, when I hit retirement, really retirement. Like, what do you do now? Mm-hmm. I wanted a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. these ministries give you some of that purpose mm-hmm. where you're serving the Lord rather than just sitting in a rocking chair or watching TV or all pickleball the time, or pickleball or swimming or fishing all good things all fun things you know and we're supposed to do some but include your neighbor and minister to them mm-hmm. um, include your family and minister to them mm-hmm. um, so yeah So I think this is our last question, but I wanted to go a little deeper. Is there a time or a part of your life that set you up for this passion to serve? Is there a moment or an experience or a mentor? Um, What is it, do you think, that God used to change you, mold you, and shape you to be a servant? I know. I don't know. I kind of think back, thinking of the times that I didn't have that support mm. of somebody helping me or or being there for me. Um, coming from a, a northern state, um, it's like everybody stays in their houses and they don't mingle as much. Mm. Here in Florida, I have found that uh, neighbors really help neighbors. Mm. We look out for each other. But um, I, I just remember times in my life when I didn't have that support. Mm-hmm. And it would have been really good to have that. Yeah. Um, I always had a heart for single moms mm-hmm. um, because um, my mother didn't keep me when I was young. Mm. And um, I, so I have that that heart for them, but yeah. God's never placed me in that situation to help out young moms. 
I like elderly people for some reason. I just love helping yeah. older people. Hey, and that's where my heart is. There you go. And, um, yeah, always. Even when yeah. I was young, I liked helping. Yeah. Now that I'm old, I, you know, <laughs> help those old people. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, I grew up in Okeechobee, as you know, and went to a little tiny church that didn't have a youth group. You know, I mean, it, yeah. And so whenever they needed somebody, you know, even as a kid, you would go and teach the little kids or you would, you know, serve. I mean, I knew one song on the piano and I was the pianist. <laughs> we sang everything to that song. We'll work till Jesus comes. Yeah. But you know the, the story in the Bible where it talks about the woman, how she washed Jesus's feet. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, to the, Fer- the Levi or the Pharisee, he said, you didn't wash my you know, hands or anything. You didn't comfort me. But she did because she loves more. Mm. And I think that's why I want to serve him, mm. because I know what he did for me. Mm-hmm. And I love him, and I hope to serve him until I'm done. There you go. And then that's final retirement. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. And and that's the crux of it, isn't it? We have yeah. been forgiven much and we have a lot to we love much. Yes. Um, and we can love Christ with our with our heart and through service and, and worship can be our work, worship can be our service, and worship can be mm-hmm. how we love our community around us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you for spending your time with us. If you haven't yet connected online, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And be sure to check out our other McGregor podcast channels. Just head over to TalkTruthPodcast.com for all the details. We'd love to hear from you. Give us your feedback however you're listening to this. Thanks for being here, and remember to talk truth.